Hello, and welcome to In Good Company, Confidence Unlocked. This is Tanady. Maria. Jenny's. All right, and today we're going to wrap up from our last previous episode, um, and this time we'll be talking about mommy guilt. So I'm going to start off with the actual definition on Google of mommy guilt and what it is. So mommy guilt is the feeling of guilt, doubt, anxiousness, or uncertainty experienced by mothers when they worry they're failing or falling short of expectations in some way. For many moms, particularly new moms, working moms, or single moms, the variables that contribute to this phenomenon are numerous and intense. So with that, who wants to start? What, if you have ever felt mommy guilt, what are some of like your triggers? Like what are some things that causes you to feel guilty as a mom? Um... I think the most things that make me feel guilty is like feeling like I can't be everywhere at the same time. Mm. Mm -hmm. I Um, agree. Or like having to to like buy time, you know what I mean? With like, okay, I'm going to do this this time and then, you know, this next time. And that's that's the hardest thing for me. Just like and then looking in their faces and like they don't understand. Right. Oh, well, why can't you like? I just can't, you know. Mm-hmm. That's that's tough. Definitely, like, I agree. I agree. Time is a killer. Yeah, for me, I think that this whole week, and I was telling T, um, I felt mommy guilt because I kept saying my kids are home, they finished school, they're just watching TV. I don't watch them. I don't want them watching TV, and I felt like I should have been there, but I, you know, I've been working, um, so I felt it a lot today. And just when summer comes around, you know, I have to make sure the kids do this and the kids have this and this and just mm-hmm. the pressure and um, I have anxiety. So it gets amped up when, you know, I guess we're transitioning from like school to summer camp to back to school. So like I have a hard time already and then feeling that guilt, like I should be home. I should be doing stuff with them right. because they're on vacation, but I have to work because I have to provide. So my mommy guilt, it was really high and it's still high. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, that no, feeling definitely. Um, and for me, I think like my mommy guilt has changed throughout the the journey of motherhood for me. And I think my most current trigger is along the lines of time, but just the fact that. My husband spends more time with the kids. So when I'm at work, he has them, like, for a while. Like, mm-hmm. And now that they're on summer break, um, officially, they're going to be with him all day long while I'm at work until they start summer camp. So just the fact that he has that time with them, it drives me a little insane. And not because he's with them, but just because I can't be with them. So that, to me, it's like... Because traditionally, it's the mother who does that mm-hmm. stuff. So my, yeah. fa- my, my father, my husband, plays a lot of that nurturing role. Um, my husband sometimes has to be the good guy and the bad guy. But, like, they love their dad. They adore him. Um, so they get a lot of time with him, which is beautiful. It is a blessing. And it's something that a lot of people don't have. But for me as a mom, that, like, plays into my guilt and really, really makes me feel guilty mm-hmm. all the time. So as a single mom. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm always feeling like I have to overcompensate mm. because their other parent is not around. Right. So I have to make sure that they don't feel like they're missing anything. Got it. And so that plays on my conscience a lot. Like that that's my mommy guilt. It's like 
I you you don't have the traditional family, yep. so I have to give you more uh, more mm-hmm. or i ha- i can't make you i can't allow you to feel like you're missing what other kids have have yep like two parent homes and like time with their dad and you know they obviously do spend some time with their dad but their their dad is not home right it's not full time it's not full-time. it's not full time so yeah. um that that's the struggle for me like you know <clears throat> even Lauren's birthday is coming up and i hate to like overcompensate because obviously I don't have the you know the finances and stuff like that but right. she she's doing something today for her birthday something okay. Monday for her birthday something Wednesday for her birthday <laughs> and it's something that Saturday and I know that is just just too much like for right 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 but it's like that's what it comes with that's what mommy guilt comes with it's like got you, you. Have to overcompensate because. You don't want her to feel like her birthday wasn't enough. Got you. Or growing Got up you. hating her birthday, like, you know, mommy never had enough money for my birthdays. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 know? yeah. So, yep. No, I tough. feel you. I feel you. No, that's definitely good. So, on the next one is how do you deal with or overcome your guilt? Now, for me, um, especially like going off of like this current situation with my husband. It really is just communication, like, because when I'm down, and, like, literally this time, I've, like, cried, and, like, I'm, like, babe, I'm the worst mom, and he'd be, like, shut up, <laughs> like, you know, because he just knows, like, he just, like, listen, like, you have to work, I have the availability, I have the flexibility to keep them with me at work, they're fine, like, they are fine, and... I think that that's really the only thing that usually helps. And, like, having, like, friends to, like, balance out those feelings. Because even, like, with you, Janice, when you are talking about, like, trying to fill in that time with the kids and be there. I be like, girl, like, they've been active all school year. All they want to do is stay home and watch TV and play. And I have to get dressed and be boys. And so, you know, it's just having, I think, that support system is always important for me because... There's nothing you could do to not feel guilty. Yeah. I think that's what I've come to understand is like no matter how perfect, quote unquote, your situation is, you could be wealthy, you could have 10 houses, you could have all this money, all these cars, but you still find a way. There's always something that's going to make you feel inadequate or yeah. make you feel like you just aren't meeting that bar. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's support, support, support to overcome that guilt. I think that I think that's the same thing with me. Friends, family. They're constantly like, girl, you're good. Your kids are good. They're not missing anything. Right. You're an awesome mom. Um, but then sometimes I let, I just wallow in my guilt. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this is how I feel today. And I don't want nobody to tell me different. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I cry through it. Mm-hmm. And I huff and puff through it. And sometimes I accept it. And sometimes I, I reach out for support. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I told Tanari that how I was feeling. And she like gave me that different perspective. Because you need that. Um, but the night before, I did cry because I felt it. I was like, damn, like, I'm at work. And now I'm getting a little bit out earlier. So we went to the mm-hmm. park. But then the next day, it was raining. And I'm like, oh, my God, I just am not spending enough time. And even though my younger brother is the one taking care of him, like, I have him as a support right now. But I just felt it. And until he was like, Janice, listen. <laughs> and so I did it, you know. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Let me just calm down. Because, you know, I do have him doing activities for Kim. But I think that. Just hear a different perspective for somebody else. Like, you know, you're doing a good job or no. this. Or sometimes, like, I took a trip to, with, um, to Vermont with my fiancé. And 
you know, my little one had a hard time. Like, I cried so much, and I did not leave because it was dark, and it was, like, no service out there. <laughs> the so only reason, <laughs> only reason you didn't leave. I would have not, I would, you know, I kept, I stayed there, but, you know, I, you know, he looked at me, he's like, oh, my God, I've never seen you this emotional about Alexis being so upset, and I was. I said, you know, it just plays a role, and it literally was, what, two nights? Two nights. We were gone, and literally. Night, he broke down, and it, like, literally... Like, I had pain in my heart where I had to, like, literally fall asleep and cry on him. Like, and it's just like that mommy guilt is yeah, terrible. It is it's, terrible. It's a tough terrible. one. It's tough to balance. It's yeah. tough to balance sometimes. So the next one is, do you think your guilt is fair? Like, should we feel guilty as moms? No. No. I mean, when you think outside of it, when you think about the bigger picture, we're all doing what we can. Right. We're all making our individual situations work. And we're all raising, even though, you know, we can all have kids and they can mm-hmm. all have the same mom and dad. They're all different people. Right, right, so you're right. making what works for you and your children right. happen. And it's not easy to be the caretaker, the provider, the right. mommy, the wife. It's not easy to play all those roles. Mm-hmm. So you... You're just doing the best you can. And there's no pamphlet. There's no perfect way to raise kids. Right. No manual. All of our kids need different tactics and different, Mm -hmm. you know, methods of raising them. Absolutely. Ultimately, our kids will be fine. Our kids will grow up and be like, yeah, I got memories with my mom. I'm not going to remember that one time my mom went to Vermont and I cried the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Good one. Good one. Like, he's not going to remember that. It's true. It's true. Like, yo, mommy did everything she could. I always had what I needed. We always had fun. We did this and we did that. It's going to be the bigger picture. Right. It matters. I agree. I think it's not fair but i think it's necessary in a way because i think that that's what keeps us on our toes because it's yeah yeah it's natural you can't really break it because again circumstances don't change it but i think that's what pushes us to be better parents because when you like if you think you're perfect you're gonna always mess up because nobody's perfect so like when you think you're giving your child the world and you're not like you said catering to their individuality because that's something that i feel like older generations that i think the millennials are really changing that because like Mm -hmm. i think we're giving our kids the opportunity to be themselves versus when we were younger we were raised how our parents were raised and our parents were raised how their parents were raised and they didn't care about the individuality you didn't have a voice Mm -hmm. you were a child that was it and we're changing that like this generation i feel yeah. for the most part is changing that um so i don't think it's fair but i do think it's necessary yeah in this sure. day and age i don't think it's fair it, but it comes natural with with being a mom yep. that's just part of it and even my younger brother made a comment the other day drummer you know he's a preteen so he gives me this yes. attitude and he was like so you're not gonna hit him and because we grew up, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is so up, funny. Exactly what he said, he's seventeen. We grew up getting, you know, just like you know, spanked or whatever. Yeah, and I said I don't do that to my kids. Now, do I pinch them? Do I like take their stuff away? That's how I do it. But that's I think what we're now doing. The millennials we're right changing stuff. And he's just like, well, mommy would have be his ass, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I it's it comes natural. And it's like Maria said, my son is not going to remember that time I went away for two nights. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it just plays, it sucks. It plays such a big role. Yeah. It does. It does. For real. Um, so, next one is, what is a good balance? 
what is a good balance when struggling? Family, mm-hmm. Like when I can throw my kids sometimes and my father be like, listen, I need a break. Just here. Um, and I think just being able to have time off, like let's say if I want to go out with the girls, go out mm-hmm. with the girls. If I want to be alone, go alone. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be, but just do what is best for you to keep that balance. And right. Like sometimes for me, when I feel the guilt, I know Alexis likes to sit a lot with me on the couch. So I'll be like extra time on the couch with him. <laughs> so like I just, or like Jomer likes certain things and I'll cater to him. Right. Um, and I guess that's just the way I try to balance out the mommy guilt, like my way of dealing with it. But then also because I think that they're aware of it, mm-hmm. I kind of cater to their needs as well. Like, right. Alexis likes this. Joma likes this. So like, give them extra. Yep. Yep. Yeah, oh, that's, that's true. No, I agree. Yeah. Like, definitely feeding into it mm-hmm. when it's necessary. And when you're like, listen, mm. I've been going too hard for the last mm-hmm. however days or however weeks or whatever. I need this time. I need yep, mommy yep, time. Yep. I need just some me time, just time with my friends, just time right. with my, my partner, whatever. This is what I need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, and I think for me that's like the same way. Um, like it's definitely just finding that time. Like right now, recording the podcast, that's a little bit of a break. Yesterday, you know, the kids' intention, planning on staying with their grandmother, mm-hmm. um, one of them coming back home with me. But... Just like getting that little bit of a break, but I don't really do the extended breaks. It's something that it's funny because my husband, like when I was, well, obviously younger, when I had Tina early on, when we had boy, you know, it got to the point where it would be a lot. And I'd be like, oh, like, I just want to go. Oh, I want us to go. Oh, I want to do this because I was still really young and in, you know, early in my 20s. And I had two kids and he just be like, yeah, so we shouldn't have had kids then. And I'd just be like, what are you talking about? It would bother me so much, but I finally understood what the hell he was saying. Because it's true, we made the decision to have these kids. We wanted these kids. It wasn't like any of them were accidents. It's just one of those things that it's just, you have to be... Like, you've made the sacrifice already, now you have to push through it. Mm-hmm. So just having his support to always be like, bro, like, we're going to be fine. Like, just... Send the kids to the room. We'll watch a movie tonight. We'll do this. We'll put them to bed early. Um, finding that balance. So I'm very grateful for that. But I think that separating that time and getting a little bit of that alone time, me time, whatever the case is, is also very crucial mm-hmm. to survive. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Because I, I don't know where I'd be if I didn't have that. Mm-hmm. All right. So the last one before we wrap this up is, was there a difference between the first and the second child? And with all of us having to? Yes. Yes. There's yes. definitely a huge difference. Definitely. There is definitely a huge difference because with my first one, I couldn't I couldn't leave her side. I couldn't do this. I couldn't do that. Like, I can't go there because I can't take Lauren with me. Right. And then with Quinn, I was like, they'll both be fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be okay. Right, I'll right. Be back. Yep. I agree. Um, but I think mine was in the reverse. So I definitely think that there was a huge difference. But the difficulty with me is one, we're a family of a matriarch, right? So my grandmother is the head of everything. So like it's the women that we put the responsibility on. It's the women that we're really, really hard on. Like as far as like academics, education, advancement, being smart, doing all these things. So My daughter just fit right into that mold. My daughter started walking at seven months. She was potty trained before she was one. Like, you know, like my daughter was like ripping and running. Um, So she's 
I don't know, like I've always been comfortable with her level of independence. Mm. Then my son came along and it was just like, oh my God, he's so fragile. He's this. And it's like, maybe it's just because I'm the mom. Because it drives Belly crazy. Like, Belly will be like, leave him alone. He's a boy. Like, <laughs> let him do it. Like, calm down, relax. But for me, it's like, my little baby. And Tina, I feel bad because I feel like I just kind of was more, not hands off, but I was more like, we're going to figure this out. She got this, right? And then for him, Every little thing, I'm just like, oh, my God, my baby. my, And I'm just like, I don't know what the heck I'm about to do with another boy because I'm just like, <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. Because I'm so, like, I don't know. I think, like, very, there you go, that's the word. I'm so protective over my second, and I'm very, very, very lenient with my first. Mm -hmm. So that's, like, the difference that I feel. Like, I feel like with Tina, I was good. I was happy. She was smart. She was running. She was this. And then my son came, and I was just like, oh, my God, I have to, oh, my God, we have to be so careful. And, oh, my God, he just, it's just horrible. So it's tough for me. I, mine was in the reverse. I feel like wow. I'm feeling that now mm -hmm. than when I did when I had my first. It was tough. It's tough. Yeah, no, there was a difference um, between Jomer and Alexis. Jomer, naturally, because of the situation that, you know, we encountered once he was born. born. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but it's played out throughout his entire life. Like, I, when they say mama bear, I'm telling you, like, that should be a mood all the time. <laughs> For that kid. And it's not to say that I don't protect Alexis, but it's just, it's different. It's like right. emotional. And I get emotional every time I talk about it. You know, when they told me the second day he was born that he was going to die, that, that to me is like... Never goes away. No, and I see him now, and sometimes, like, I'm telling you, he gets on my nerves, because he's a preteen now, <laughs> but, like, let my father or my brother or Miguel, yep. like, I, nobody can touch that kid. That, to me, is like my golden kid, and I think that that isn't good, because Miguel, you know, he, he sat with me at the very beginning, he said, I want to know what it is that's causing you to do this, because he didn't right. understand, so once I told him and I broke down, Miguel was like... Because, like, I understand it's going to be tough between you and right. I because, you know, I am the father figure in the house. And we have to discipline him, Janet, right. because, like, the little kid used to hit me. Like, he was badass. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Miguel was like, you really let, have to let me put my foot down because he's going to run over you. You know, he's yep, going yep. to be taller than you at one point. You don't want this kid hitting you. So at that point, I feel like, you know, I love Alexis, and Alexis is completely different because I feel like for you, like you said about Tina, like mm -hmm. Alexis for me is very independent. Mm. Like Alexis already dresses himself like at five, I was still doing all this crap. For, for Joe Mart, yeah. And I feel it's because of that moment, you know, when we were first said, you know, he isn't going to survive his vital signs or not. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's just like, damn. That's like, terrifying. So for me, on Joe Mart, mommy mode is always on, like. Yeah, it's always on. Um, yeah, there's been instances at school, like I've gone on a school bus. They call school police. Like I go crazy. Yeah, but it's with a it's with Jomar. Like I just and I feel like it's because of what happened at the very beginning. Even though now he's better and you see him. Yeah, yeah. Like normal teen. teen. Mm -hmm. But you know, for a year we had to inject him twice a day, and then for another year we had to give him medicine. We had until five for him to have seizures. Like. The amount of shit that yeah, I stressful. So for me, definitely, like, and my little second one's a little iffy too. I don't know. He loves me, <laughs> so, so I don't know. He's like my 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 son's son, like my my brother's son. Like I swear, those kids, those two were meant to be together. But yeah, there's a big difference for me. But I think it's because of what happened at the very beginning with Jomar, and then it took so long right. for me to ha sorry for me to have 
Alexis. Like, it was, they're seven years apart because right. You were fearful. Me, like, when I was giving birth to Alexis, I was so afraid of, oh, my God, is he going to have a stroke? Total different man. Right, right, right. People. I knew this. But in that instant, I was like, oh, my God. Like, the my mom anxiety that I had. Right. Nobody could you can't take that. it away. No, no, you can't no. take it so, away. yeah, definitely. And still today, and I think it's going to be for the rest of my life, I'm always going to have Jomar, you know, I think up here because of the situation we encountered when he was born. Right. Yeah. It's always going to be different. I... Definitely think that that, it, but it makes sense, and especially in situations like that, because like even in my family dynamic, both my kids, not in my personal dynamic, but like my grandmother, um, my youngest uncle, oh my God, he was sick at the age of three. Yeah. He's always the baby, like he can't do no wrong. Then he got older, almost died in a motorcycle accident. So it's just like, he's the one. I mean, my other uncle has also gotten into stuff too, but it's just like when something happens to that baby. one, oh my God, forget it. Like that is the baby. And I think those scary situations are what causes that feeling and I think that but what I like about that dynamic is like you do have the balance with Miguel yeah. um, and there's a lot of men in your life too your father your your younger yeah. brother your bigger brother yeah no he's older yeah. yeah and your older brother so like he has the men around so for me I don't see nothing wrong with the like mm -hmm. Being the super mama bear because you have the balance yeah. with all the men mm -hmm. in your life that could be like, no, drama, like, we're not taking this shit. Like, you're gonna, you gotta straighten up, you gotta do yeah. this. So, that's, I think that that's dope. Um, with my mommy, it was so bad that I cried for two weeks after finding out I was pregnant with Quinn because I felt like it was doing Lorna in No, <laughs> are you serious? I was, How old was she? How old was Lauren? She was, she was two. Um, oh man! She, I, she had just turned to when I found out um, I was pregnant, and I cried. I cried for like two and a half weeks. I ended up taking some time off of work. I just I couldn't do it. I couldn't wrap my head around it. What? And I was like, I'm gonna be pushing her to be. Were you the only thing. child? No, in I'm, the household. And no. like in the household. No, I'm no. the youngest. I'm the youngest of seven. Okay. And. At one point, all of us lived in the same house. Got it. Plus some. So. I think that also plays a role. Because I'm the complete opposite. I wanted to have another one. Like, even with this pregnancy now, I feel like, not the guilt, but like, I feel like I need to have another one. Because Christina and Belly oh, have had so this close. five years to build this crazy bond. Crazy. And I know, exactly. Because yeah. I know they'll love this sibling. Like, you know, Belly's already excited. Tina's excited. But. He's so much younger. He's so much younger. By the time, like, Tina and Belly are, like, right behind each other. Like, Tina will be going off to second grade. Belly's in kindergarten like they're still really close so for this one i'm just like yo i need to have another one but i was the only child for 10 years yeah. so for me in my mind i felt like it was an injustice having a child and not having a second one because i ran into the issues of one not knowing how to share as a kid um not just because mm -hmm. i mean i had cousins but it was still not like i had to share my space yeah, like you don't yeah. have to take my snacks out my cabinet like <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you wasn't playing with my personal yeah. toys in my kitchen so my kids are learning that balance and even though they have their fights and disagreements um i still feel like that's a benefit like my husband grew up in a household with four there was four of them and they're all the oldest is three years apart from Belly, and then after Belly, each one of them is a year apart. Um, but then he has, like, 
five other siblings from his father. So they're like a huge family. So for him, he's always known he wanted a big family because of the feeling he had, right? Like, it wasn't like they were filthy rich. They always had. They never went without. But they made exactly. And that's where Belly's head's at. And for me, it worked out because I've always wanted that. Well, I wanted more kids. But I just felt like it was too soon. I felt like... Like, at that point, Lauren wasn't walking up the stairs by herself. Like, she knew how, but right. I wasn't making her walk up the stairs by herself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it was just, like, little things. And, like, you know, she was starting to, like, dress herself and put her clothes on by herself. Right. Um, like, at that just, stage, she was yeah, at, like yeah. She had just started party training. So, I was yeah. like, am I going to push her, like, out of diapers? Am I going to push her to walk up the yeah. stairs by herself? Right, right, like, right. I'm going to be all big and pregnant. How am I going to carry her up the stairs? Like, it was just, I, I felt so so guilty mm. i was like i'm pushing my baby mm. out of the birth now did how, how did dad feel he was like she'll be fine oh, okay we'll be fine. which i think that's like the manly yeah. um, response yeah. to that yeah and he was like and he was hoping that quinn was a boy so that was really his whole ordeal about like he just wanted it to be a boy yeah. okay. so that was his whole thing but it was so hard for me. My mother was like, girl, everybody got to Get it kids. together. Get it together. It was yeah. different for me um, because Jomar came so young when I was 18. Um, and he's going to hear this one day. Um, I was not planning on getting pregnant for Alexis. That He came surprisingly. I mean, he's, it was a blessing, but it wasn't like I planned it. Right. Um, and it, they're seven years apart. So the other day I was looking at Alexis and I was sitting with Miguel and I'm like, dude, like he's five years old. We need to have another kid. Like, ah, this is way too much. And he does. And he says he wants another boy. And I'm like, you're probably going to get Jewish, buddy. Um, Miguel wants another boy. No, Alexis, Alexis yes, wants. Alexis okay. Alexis wants a boy, and Jomar's in it. Jomar wants a baby girl because he says, you know, Rosie is my sister, but Rosie doesn't live with us. Right, 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 right. And he does have two sisters on his father's side, but they don't have that relationship. Sister. Right, right, right. So for me, it's like you know, like I think I did good for Jomar and Alexis only because. Like, I felt like I started all over again, and the biggest thing for me when I had Alexis was I didn't have my mom. And the thing is, is if you really think about it, though, if you would have had Alexis Mm -hmm. any sooner, it would have been way more difficult. And at the stage that Jomar was at, like... Given the situation of everything that happened, like, in the midst of all of that, my mom also passes away. Yes. My relationship with Francisco is, like, ghost of shits, like... I mean, I have my old my. You had a lot of challenges, yes. Those seven years. Um, So when Alexis came in, you know, at first I cried. I was like, "Holy shit! Like I'm pregnant." I didn't even know. I was like, "I can get pregnant." Like right, right, right. So long, (laughs) and nothing's happened, girl. I know. My pills, and I didn't think, you know, the one time I messed up that I was actually gonna get pregnant. Right. I did. Um, but Alexis is such a big blessing. Like that, he made us. He tied. I think that when Alexis came in. He officially made Miguel's ex-wife know, like, you know, Janice is here. And she's also making, you know, she's bringing in another another family member. Right. And he ultimately tied Miguel and all of us together. Like, Alexis was what created The glue. Yeah, yep. he blended us completely. That's dope. Because once he nice. was born, it was like, you know, I think that Jackie, Miguel's ex-wife, understood, like, okay, she's not going anywhere. And this is, this is family. Right. So it was good. Definitely. 
So I just want to thank you guys for listening to our episode on Mommy Guilt. And if you felt this way, know anybody who's dealing with it, please feel free to join the conversation, send us messages, um, record on this, and we will definitely, definitely in a future episode address everything you guys are saying. Um, And again, I just want to thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, ladies, and I hope you guys all have a good day.